0: My name is Madeline Coughlin, and I'm Alfredo Ramirez, but you might know us better as the Fork River Killers, or as the hosts of this podcast, Truest Crime, the only podcast that has the balls to actually do something about the people who leave anything less than a five-star review. We know who you are. We know where you live. It's just a matter of time. On today's episode, we're going to be looking back at some of our earlier work in the field of serial murder. We'll be revisiting some of the ones that got away from back when we were naive, inexperienced upstarts who thought we'd just up and kill anyone we wanted without a plan or clear artistic vision for what to do with their bodies afterward. Our first escapee is 57-year-old Ronald Sutherland from Fort Smith, Arkansas. We tried to capture and dismember Ronald back in the spring of 2012, which would make him one of our first attempted victims, and our very first escapee. We caught up with Ronald to ask him about that fateful night. Mr. Sutherland, I want to ask you what you remember from the night you escaped the Fork River Killers. I felt something cold and hard touch the back of my head. I remember the voice said, if I tried to run, they would cut off my legs so I would never run again. So I said, fuck it, take them. I don't even want these goddamn legs. It was like, what do they call it, A a serendipitous? My knees are shot, my ankles are all mangled, the toes, the toes are beyond repair of any pedicurist known to man. Take the fucking things, I don't give a shit. Be doing me a goddamn favor. Anyway, uh, that must have discombobulated them or something. uh, Because after I started screaming at them, they ran away. I said, take my legs. Take my legs. Take these shitty, stupid legs. Take them. Cut them off. Please cut off my legs. But they left their axe, which I suppose they was going to cut off my legs with. So I picked it up and cut off my legs myself. When God shuts a door, he opens a window. So you can crawl out and cut your legs off one way or another. Uh Uh-oh, put that one on the blooper reel. I know, we were so stupid. Remember when we used to use guns? Ugh, don't remind me. We were so unsophisticated back then. Our next escapee is named Sandra Silva from Lantana, Florida. Take it away, Sandra. Sandra, do you remember anything about the night you narrowly escaped the grasp of the most prolific, most gruesome, most inspiring, most spectacular- (coughs) Uh, 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 Oh, what do you remember about that night? I remember it was hot. It's so hot. I remember it was summer. I was sweating and I had just left my sister's house and she, ella es un tremenda puta. And she was saying to me that she didn't want to wash my dog when I go to Cartagena for vacation. And I said, why not? And she said, because no, it's shit everywhere. It's shit all over the house. I say, that's a lie. It's shit into a colostomy bag. And if it's true to the bag, it's tu problema, mija. Imagínate, I went to the gym. I ate una burguesa, de Burger King and I went home. Terminó. Yeah. Nada más. Oh. Okay, but do you at all remember being attacked by the duo that would go on to become the illustrious and world-renowned Fork River Killers? Fork River, okay? I guess we didn't leave too big of an impression on some people. No, we didn't. But that's not always the case. That's right. We left a mighty big impression on Wendell Dalton of Eugene, Oregon, back when we tried to kill him in the summer of 2011. Here's Wendell. So we just want to know what, if anything, you remember of the night that you narrowly escaped the grasp of the Fork River Killers. Oh, I remember it. And I've been waiting a long time for you two to come back. Uh, uh, pardon? I've been training for this moment for years. Oh god, he knows. (laughs) He knows it was us. For years, I've been thinking about what I'd do to you if I ever saw you again. And now that I've got you right where I want you, I want to say thank you for giving me the wake-up call that I needed. Uh, What? I was a self-destructive mess, and that near-death experience really things into perspective for me. I started going to AA, got clean, and now I co-manage a donut shop. And I owe it all to you. That didn't go where I was expecting. People tell me I have tone issues. Hardly noticeable. Now, let me ask you something. Can I get a hug? We were all silent for the next several minutes as he held us in his embrace and softly wept. I am so happy to have touched that man and happy to have changed his life. Unfortunate that we had to kill him. Yeah, great guy, but them's the brakes. Anyway, be sure to follow the Inaudible Podcast Network and all of its shows on Twitter at InaudibleCast and toss a few bucks a month to our network's Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash inaudiblepod. Make sure you leave us glowing reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe because we weren't kidding at the top of the show. If you give us anything less than five stars and you're still alive, it's not because we don't make good on our promises. It's because we sorted the list alphabetically and you're probably like a P or an S or something. The rest of you... You're cool. And you'll be hearing from us again soon. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye. Later, everybody.